one friend said, I felt like I crested a huge hill late in my 20s and I was on this roller coaster just rushing forward at warp speed. I couldn't stop it or even slow it down. I just had to hold on. Do you know that feeling? Life is just coming at you and you are reacting. Friends, this is Morgan Snyder, and welcome back to another episode of the Become Good Soil podcast. We are about to launch into a pretty extensive series. Some of the podcasts, I do interviews with sages and other like-hearted men or women out there in the kingdom, but this series, we're going to dive deep in kind of a behind-the-scenes sneak peek into the Become Good Soil intensive. We've got the audio from the teaching of the most recent intensive and much of it never before released content. The heart behind it is twofold. First, we have uh, applications open. We are accepting applications now for our next intensive. We're really excited. In May of 2019, we will be hosting the 10th Become Good Soil Intensive. It's at a new facility here in the mountains in Buena Vista, Colorado, facility we've never used before. We are growing the event and maturing it in some pretty powerful ways, adding more facilitators, adding uh, some of our alumni that have actually participated as attendees in the intensive years ago and have since traveled through the decade and consented to the process of becoming good soil. So the heart behind this podcast series, one is to let you know that we're accepting applications now through October 12th, 2018. And you can find all the information you need at becomegoodsoil.com. And secondly, it's a very limited event. And so the spirit of this podcast series is we want to offer some of the heart of what God's doing through that event to all of our friends and allies and listeners around the globe for the Become Good Soil podcast community. So this episode, we will start with some teaching from session one. We're also going to feature some of this content on the Ransom Heart podcast uh, really shortly. But as the core community and fellowship for this mission and this message, we wanted to give you guys a first taste at this content. And so I think you're going to really have a great time as we go behind the scenes to the most recent Become Good Soil intensive with this first episode of session one. Let's dive in. They were meant to be pieces of our masculine journey that we went through from boyhood to manhood, from our late teens into our 20s. It was meant to be a rite of passage, of initiation, of moving from the false man to the true. And most of us are here because we didn't have many of those treasures. But the brilliance of this decade is it forces your hand. And so you're brought to a a decision point of what will you do with a life that's no longer working? Because here's the deal, guys, is our life matters to other people. And it's always mattered to other people, but there's something very sober about this decade because your decisions have consequences. Decisions you make are now behind you that you can't undo. 
And what do you do when you get to this precipice, this, this crossroads? See, most men uh, begin to arrange for a, a life they can manage. They settle for a happy little life, one that gives us false promise of security, comfort, and requires that I never change. I just stay the same. And that's why when you see an old person, an, an elderly, the saddest thing I've ever heard said of a person is they're just set in their ways. It's a person that's settled for a smaller story. And we'll get into more of it tomorrow, but something starts to pop at this time. And, and here's what surfaces. Of the, I would name, name these three kind of expressions of it. It takes on a very personal flavor, but for each of us, these are very universal that we start to make a name for ourselves. That thing that we do or the thing that we're not doing that we ought to be doing or we should doing or we used to do or we might do one day, we start forming that. And we start going after a little bit of money. And we try to get something going. We try to get something going. And what I want to say to your soul is that's all rooted in something very good. It's the Imago Dei. It's the image of God in us. Okay, it's right out of Genesis 1. When Father creates us in his image as men, he creates us. And then he says, be fruitful. He blesses them. It means he wills what is good for them. And he says, go and fill the earth. Subdue it. Rule over it. Over the fish. Over the birds. Over the air. Over every living creature. And he declares that that's good. It's our desire reveals something about our design. And our design reveals something about God's intention. That desire is the imago Dei in you. It's the image of God, okay? Um, John wrote about in Waking the Dead about this idea of ruling and this fierce mastery. He said, it's like a foreman who runs a ranch or a skipper runs a ship. Better still, it's like a king who rules a kingdom. He appoints us to govern over a domain. Hebrew scholar Robert Alter has looked long and hard at this passage, mining it for its riches, and the best he can come for this term rule is a fierce mastery. Isn't it beautiful to watch a man with a fierce mastery over something? Over, over a realm, over a kingdom. We all have a kingdom. I hope that you're coming to learn that. It may be new. It may be something um, very deep in your worldview, but I want to welcome you to go deeper wherever you are to understanding each of us has a kingdom. Dallas Willard says, it's where we have say. So it's where my will is done, okay? When you can say, so be it, and it's done. It's, it begins with your body and your choices. You chose to come up here, chose to engage in the application process. You chose what you were going to eat for dinner. We all rule over a kingdom, okay? And um, it's part of our kingdom um, it, um, assignment that's preparing us to rule for all of eternity. And the intention of God is to ever expand it. So Sunday... Uh, we're driving home from a lacrosse tournament. And my, so my son's 12, he turns 13 on Monday. And I was not in a good place. Physical pain in my back, a lot going on. Problems in the world reveal problems in our soul. My soul was not well. And 
Sherry and Joshua start talking, and Joshua mentions his Instagram account. And I was like, almost, my head almost turned 360. I'm like, Instagram? Like, I don't know, we don't do those sorts of things. I don't have Instagram, I don't have Facebook, we don't have many devices. You know, we don't have any, our kids are young, turning, what I'm exposing is, I'm starting to have teenagers and I'm not ready for it, okay? (laughs) I don't know how to do this. And so I have teenagers and no one told me they would grow up, okay? And so Joshua says, I have an Instagram account. And I'm like, what? And so I did not handle it well. And I'm like, what are you talking about? And then I launch into this thing of, do you realize anything you put on there? And and Sherry and I make all shared decisions on these sort of things. So I was pissed at her. And so I'm parenting out of anger at this Instagram thing. I said, you realize everything you ever put up there ever will be read by your future in-laws and your future people you work with and your friends and your girlfriend. And he looks at me like, Dude, like what, what happened? So I apologized and we dealt with all that. And Sherry and I realized we just need to close it and figure out, God, what the hell do we do with Instagram? That's new to us. Here's the point is I could feel Joshua's kingdom expanding. I, I was not, I'm not ready for him to have a kingdom beyond my domain. He's ready. He's on time. I'm not but I could see before my eyes um, a level of leverage that technology is going to give my son. And up to this point in my life, I've never had a child with that much reach of his kingdom. And it's all frontier for me. And it's, it's intended. I just wasn't ready. I did not handle it well. You have a kingdom. You're meant to rule. And those desires are from God. But something's gone terribly wrong in the universe. Something's gone terribly wrong. And this weekend, it's not, shame and fear want to come into that seat. But this weekend, we want to take a different path to restore the image of God and excavate with a curiosity, with a posture of apprenticeship and sonship to say, what's going on there? What's with your kingdom? Dallas has a quote that really is the centerpiece of this particular mission. And Dallas says the primary work of God is finding men in whom he can entrust his power to rule, fierce mastery. And the story of most men is being entrusted with his power and it bringing harm to themselves and those under their care. God is looking through all the ends of the earth to find men in whom he can entrust his power. And the story of most men in government, most men in your church, most men in your kids' schools, as they were entrusted with power and it's bringing harm to those themselves and those under their care. And the stories are everywhere. Volkswagen, of all things, you know, an international company, they wanted to be the biggest car manufacturer in the world. They had one mission, we'll be the biggest. And it comes out that they're faking their emissions, but man, I just have to quote this. It's unbelievable. It's more than faking. It's more than, ah, we did something wrong. They call it the diesel dupe, 11 million cars, and it was a defeat device, sophisticated equipment that they implanted in Volkswagens, Bart's, and lots of other people. <laughs> and um, and it, it, what it did was allow the engine to uh, emit pollutants up to 40 times the legal limit. So their deal is, we don't care about the environment, we care about people, we care about being the biggest, right? And so 40 times the legal limit. And of course, they got caught. 
all stories will be told one day. Um, I mean, these are some big public stories. Lance Armstrong was a personal one that hurt me. And I did a lot of biking back in the day and, and, and still bike a good bit. And, but man, this was like a hero. And, you know, he, he survived testicular cancer. They gave him a 50-50 chance of living. And I really felt like it was God's re- like reaching to rescue this man because he's a good man, um, but just so broken. And he didn't take the bait and he didn't take the journey of personal transformation. So he goes from a 50-50 lease on life to lying to his own kids. 80 million people literally put their hope in the Armstrong Foundation that just were deflated when the truth came out. Man, this question of how's your kingdom? It's the question for tonight. How's your kingdom? I want to suggest this weekend that the desire is good. These core desires that look something like pursuing a kingdom, building a little kingdom, making a little money, making a name for yourself, getting something going. It's all very rooted in holiness. It's very rooted in the Imago Dei. It's rooted in your kingdom, provision and intention and identity. But there's another way. There's a different path. I want to suggest that God, uh, Jesus always offers a third way. He's not dichotomous. It's always this third way. And, um, I want this weekend to be one where we wrestle with lots of questions. My hope is that you may receive some answers to a few, but I hope for every one you receive, you, uh, many more generated, okay? This is a weekend of questions, and it's an invitation to a process, to a journey of exploring this idea of what if there were another way? What if this heart in you could actually be tended to this day, in this decade, and you could take a path to become whole and true, to become integrous, integrity in your body. And the scriptures say wisdom gives life to your body, to literally become knitted together in wholeness and union with God, to dismantle the false, to restore the true man, to become the kind of person that God can entrust with his kingdom. Friends, there's so much more to say and so much more to go into. We're really excited to let you know that we are accepting applications right now. It's a pretty extensive application process. Uh, prerequisite is that you have attended a Wild at Heart boot camp, and we take those very seriously and soberly, and we pray over every single one of them. You can find out all that you need to know about applying, about the event, about related content at becomegoodsoil.com. We'll be releasing these podcasts every week. And whether or not you have an intention to apply to an intensive or you know someone whom God might have that to be a fit for them, it's our sincere hope that this content will be a tool that God uses to take you deeper into your own heart and deeper into the heart of God. So thanks for joining us, and we'll connect on the next episode of the Become Good Soul podcast.